My name is Luis, and I'm an alcoholic. Um, I just pray that I, hurry, I uh, carry a message of depth and weight tonight. You know, um, you know, and that message for me today is that, like, that 12-step, you know, try to carry this message to other alcoholics, which is, like, the, that I've had a spiritual experience as a result of the steps, you know, and, and I try to stick close to that book, and, and what that book has provided me is, like, a relationship with the higher power. And uh, I've been, you know, God has granted me the willingness to stay consistent for these past eight years. My sobriety date is January 20th, 2015. And, and, and that's truly by the grace of God and, and the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, thank you, Ryan. Last minute, uh, 10 minute, he asked me to be the 10 minute share. You know, I hope I can be rosy good, you know, by uh, just trying to carry this message, you know, and, and um, I don't know, just a uh, little backstory on me uh, and uh, where I come from and, um, I don't know, man. I grew up to a single immigrant woman, you know, from Mexico and in the fine city of Paramount on Pennsylvania Street, you know, and, and uh, I just remember like my earliest memories were watching like Lion King, right? And uh, I remember like thinking like Simba, like he's such a bitch, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, and I wanted to be like Scar, you know what I mean? I wanted to be the bad guy. I wanted to be respected, you know, and, and uh, I wanted to be feared. And, and I just identified with Scar because I felt like the underdog, you know, my dad split before I was born. I had no like conception of what it meant to be a man or, or a boy or whatever, you know, and, and like, that's like this I identity that I incorporated, you know, and, and uh, you know, uh, growing up, like, I don't know, before, before I say anything else, you know, welcome to the newcomers. I hope that you found what I found here. You know, congratulations to the shit takers. You know, uh, I just hope that you've had enough. I really hope that you've had enough. I know that I definitely had enough. You know, what makes me an alcoholic today, it's not like where I grew up, how I grew up. Uh, you know, my dad maybe split before I grew up, but before I was born or, or you know, uh, maybe I didn't get like, or the neighborhood, or maybe I didn't get breastfed enough as a child. Like that, that doesn't make me an alcoholic, right? What makes me an alcoholic is when I honestly intend to, I cannot quit entirely. Or when I take that first one, I have little or no control with the amount that I take after that, right? That's what makes me an alcoholic. And um, <clears throat> I just remember, like, uh, I don't know, I had hopes and dreams as I was a kid. Like, it wasn't to be, like, an astronaut or a police officer or a fireman. Like, I, 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 I like, truly, I wanted to be, like, this high-powered gang member, you know? And, and uh, I strive to be, like, I grew up in, like, placements and group homes because of, like, this idea that I carried. And um, those, those dreams were shattered at, like, an early age when, like, my mom moved us to Huntington Beach, you know? And, like... Uh, <laughs> No disrespect to anybody's planning to, but like, uh, like, you know, like, uh, you know, hang loose, guys. <laughs> and, um, you know, so like I, I had like this hard time, like finding this identity growing up, you know, and, and uh, I just knew like the quickest way or like the coolest identity I could become was like drugs and alcohol. And, and uh, just to fast forward and, and the point that I had to finally reach to like, finally accept the 12 steps of alcoholics and arms in my life because I've been exposed to it at an early age. And for me, it was just like, you know what, that's for a bunch of old white men. It's not for me. You know, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm an addict. I'm different from you guys. And, um, you know, but the truth is, is like before alcohol ever entered my, like entered my body, I had this behavior problem. You know, I had this like lack of connection, um, lack of discipline and you know, without the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, I'm like a rotten person, like truly, you know, and I don't like, I'm not cooler than that or whatever. Like that's truly down to my core. Like I don't manifest 
love and tolerance, you know, and, and uh, um, like a lot of people look like they do, you know, and, and it's just not me, you know, that's why I need a higher power. That's why I needed like this intervention of God in my life, to, you know, and uh, it, it took the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous for that to actually happen. You know, for a long time, I come in and out of like treatment centers, low bottom indigent recovery homes, like, you know, being incarcerated, uh, all this stuff. And, and um, it was everybody else's fault, you know, and, and the, the main things that I was worried about, I'm worried about the girl that doesn't want anything to do with me, right? Like uh, she's blocked me on all social media, her phone numbers, you know, and I'm just like blowing her up on it, uh, restricted. I just need to get her back, you know, I, I just, this is going to solve the problem. I'm worried about the job that I have absolutely no qualifications for. I've never held a job in my life, but I just think this is what's going to keep me sober, you know, and I'm worried about all this external stuff other than like the internal condition. And I finally reached this point that um, in 2014, <clears throat> I'd just been released. I got off parole and, uh, you know, I got out of jail with like no, no tail or anything. I couldn't like fall back on uh, like my best ideas was like, hey, I'm just going to turn myself in and, and like I got somewhere to go, you know, and uh, I find like I, I couldn't fall back on that you know, and, and just to like identify. Right. <clears throat> where my alcoholism takes me. And I like that stop in time. Like no matter where you're at, you know, what your bottom looks like, you're, you're welcome alcoholics and all. You know, this is just the bottom that I had to like hit to like finally like be like, hey, maybe I'll give like this 12 step thing a try, you know? And you guys showed me exactly how to stay sober. You know, I crawled out of the fine city of Stan up in, in you know, North Orange County, like off of Rose Street. And, and uh, I was living in a tin shed behind this like, you know, I'm an alcoholic, but like behind the shooting gallery, right? this decrepit old HIV infested place, you know, and, and uh, to this day, it's been condemned, right? The city of Stan has condemned this place. And they told me, hey, Luis, the way you get drunk and loaded, it's unacceptable on this fine establishment, right? If you want to get drunk and loaded, <laughs> go to Chevron right around the corner. At 24 years old, that's who I'd become, right? Like this like idea, this like of this man that I really thought I was, was completely shattered, you know, and I know. Uh, Bill W. talks about it, right? Becoming this unwelcome hanger-on at brokerage places. I was an unwelcome hanger-on at the methadone clinic, you know? Like, I've never identified with anything more in my life. Thank God for that, right? Um, <clears throat> I fell into a group of men that, like, practiced the 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. And, and uh, you know, they talked about helping others. Like, my first sponsor, I made a judgment call on him, right? He was uh, younger than me. Why? You know, when he walked into a room, he... Uh, he was always like smiling and laughing, you know, giving everybody hugs and kissing babies every time you like walk into a room, you know, and everybody was so happy to see him. And he looked like a grown up minion with these thick glasses, you know, and, and uh, I made a judgment call on him, right? Like, oh, he, he doesn't look like he's been through like what I've been through. But uh, uh, thank God for that, man, because every time he comes up to the podium, I'm going to butcher this, right? He'd always like share like uh, for practical experiences that nothing so much more will ensure immunity from another drink as intensive work with another alcoholic. You know, and that's what my life looks like today. <clears throat> With uh, eight years of continuous sobriety, I, I do things like this, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a member of the H&I board of North Orange County. We meet, like, uh, this, I'm going to plug this in right now. It's like, we meet the second Sunday of every month at the Garden Grove Alano Club, right? That I, I've, I've been consistent <laughs> with that since, like, nine months of sobriety. The last place that I was incarcerated in was Theo Lacey Mod Cave, right? Today, I carry a panel on there. Like, thank God, right? Like, like, there's nothing so, like, there's not, like, the best feeling I get is, is walking in there, and these guys are, like, all general population guys, you know, and uh, I have to, like, you know, look, uh, uh, business 
with a business casual attire, you know what I mean? And, 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 uh, and they come in, you know, and they sit down and, and once like we start talking that language of like, I know what it's like to be in here. I know what it's like to sit in that. So uh, I know what it's like to, to, to run, you know, and, and, uh, and then getting their confidence, you know, and then like plugging in the 12 steps, plugging in a, a, a conscious contact with a higher power, plugging, <laughs> helping others, plugging in, getting down on my knees and, and trying to connect with this higher power plugging in like trying to do the next right thing that's hard you know <laughs> like that's hard um you mean to tell me like if I don't lie cheat and steal like I'm gonna like succeed in life and that's exactly how it works out today you know what I mean because for a long time like I thought that's how I needed to get ahead in life you know and um it's been quite the opposite you know getting sober at the age of 24 I thought my life was gonna be like this small Okay, just like a quick story. <clears throat> Today I was at the gym and, and I put on like, a, you guys can judge me for this, like Katy Perry's firework, you know? Like, and, uh, and I just remember, right? Like, I just remember like being incarcerated. One minute, okay, being incarcerated. And uh, every Saturday morning, they'd uh, turn on MTV and, and that song would come on on like the music videos, you know? And like, that's when I would like do my burpees and work out. And I'm like, I feel so inspired to get out of jail and like, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my mom proud. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna do all these things. Go to music festivals. I'm gonna travel the world. I'm a, you know, and I'm an alcoholic. And as soon as like they say, "Hey, Perez, roll it up," you know, and uh, I, I feel that thing in my stomach, just like, "Oh, I know what's coming." But it's none of those things. You know, I'm an alcoholic, and I and I don't have a defense against the first one. Alcoholics Anonymous has given me the defense to like do all the things that I've been so inspired to do. At 24 years old, my life has just completely opened up. It's available to you guys if you want it. No matter where you're at in life, you know, like the solution for me is, is the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, a God, you know, my own understanding. You don't have to believe in my God, you know, and, and it's available to you guys. Uh, I'll end with this. Like the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous is the last thing I tried and the first thing that's worked. That's all I got. Thank you. <laughs>